We are going to be speaking now to Wayne Duvenager from Outer, and he's the CEO. Now, the scrapping of the ETOL system on December 31st, 2022, was postponed by the Gauteng government. According to the government, a provincial government, an agreement with the National Treasury to enable the deactivation of ETOLs had not yet been reached. At, um, so we're going to find out more about what's happening with regards to this. Wayne, good afternoon. Welcome to Radio Islam International's Your World Today. Good afternoon and nice to be with you. Well, compliments of the season to you. And uh, I think this is a situation we've been talking about over and over again. And once again, we're speaking about it. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, they, <laughs> in, in October, they announced through the Minister of Finance that they have now agreed on the alternative funding mechanism, uh, which signaled the end of ETOLs. They tell us that the 31st will be the last day of billing in, in December. Uh, and yet again, as they've missed deadlines for the last number of years, uh, for several of them, um, we, we find this ineptitude again, this inability and this indecisiveness uh, to finalize this matter. And, uh, and so it now gets pushed out to another date. And, and it really is frustrating, but I guess we've come to expect this uh, from, from government now for a long time. And uh, once again, they've let us down. Absolutely. So what is the implication for people who have been paying the ETOLs? Do they carry on? Does this mean that, um, you know, this goes on until government decides once again whether they're scrapping or not? Well, if they want to, you know, we've always said that there's no consequences if you don't pay. They've stopped summonsing. They cannot summons you. They cannot blacklist you. There's no bad credit ratings. They cannot withhold your licenses. So it's a defunct scheme. But, you know, there are a number of businesses, especially who have signed contracts uh, that are based on the fact that, you know, they can only do business with government uh, if, they, if they pay their retail bills. Now, for them, it's frustrating because they were told that this would be the end and this is the date that can stop passing on these costs to their customers. And now they're going to have to continue to do it. But we say to them as well, all those businesses that are paying, and really it's less than 10% now of people paying, it's time okay. to stop. Government has told you it was the end of December. It is their problem, not yours. And uh, you need to now uh, go ahead and stop paying these bills because you're not going to get the money back. Anybody who's paying the retail bills now is wasting their money. Mm-hmm. Has government in any you know, any way given you any explanation as to what exactly is happening? No, there's no clarity. All they say is there's some technicalities or some final details uh, in the MOU between province and national that have to be ironed out. And then there's obviously the Gazette. Now, the Gazette is the final step. Um, in other words, when they declared these tolls, uh, roads, toll roads, they had to Gazette it as such. So to declare them as untold or non-tolled roads, they have to put out another gazette. That would be the final step. But until they do that, uh, you know, tolls remains in place. Uh, it's not difficult. They've had two months to do this now since October. And uh, they really are just dragging their feet again. But as I said earlier, it's uh, not unexpected. Uh, we believe anybody who's paying now needs to just stop paying. Uh, really, uh, it is no need to pay your e-tobles. Mm-hmm. You did mention that there's almost just about 10% of people paying this. Now, we've seen that come down quite drastically, which means that your efforts over the past decade have actually worked pretty well. 
Yeah, I think so, you know, and well done. And kudos to civil society for standing their ground. You know, they were threatened with criminal records. They were threatened with not being able to renew their licenses and so forth. We were able to, you know, explain that all of that was nonsensical threats and coercive tactics by Sanral, uh, and we were right to do so. They've stopped summonsing. Uh, so it has been a long journey. They maxed out at 40% in 2014. It is now six years later. Uh, nearly seven years later now, and they um, and they needed 90% to, to to make the scheme work as a proper user pay scheme. So it has been a long, arduous journey. Hopefully, government has learned from this, but we don't see they have because even on the ETOL matter, sorry, on the R2 matter, which is the demerit point system, we yes. warned them that that scheme is fraught with with inefficiencies and cumbersome administrative processes that are going to make it fail as well. And they're not listening. They want to forge ahead. So that's the next battle that we are lining up or have started fighting. But nonetheless, um, it's sad when government doesn't take the lessons of bad policy making, policies that aren't in the best interests of society, and just forge ahead and think that, well, if we make it law, then everybody will come running. If your policies mm -hmm. are bad, the people will treat them the way they should be treated, and they still haven't learned that lesson. Now, I understand that you've referred a criminal complaint against Deputy President David Mabuza and others to the investigating director of the NPA, and you've also called for charges of organized crime to be brought against him. What is the status of this matter? Well, we don't know yet. Uh, all we do know is that the NPA, the investigative directorate, has uh, received our complaint and the, uh, and the evidence that we've provided them. Uh, there's obviously a lot there. It's a complex matter. Uh, although it's been around for some time, they need to do their due diligence and uh, verify the facts that we provided uh, and then take it from there. We hope they are taking it seriously. Um, we note that uh, Mr. Mabuza, while he is still deputy president, things might change now with the latest ANC elections. He hasn't made it into the ANC's NEC, so he will probably not have the protection of the presidency. Uh, in the near future, and uh, that might change things a bit. But um, let's see what happens. Uh, uh, he needs to answer to a lot of allegations that are very serious. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. Um, I suppose once again we'll have to wait and see what government does further with regards to this. But one last question. What happens to all of that infrastructure again? Um, I think maybe you've been asked this question many times, but what's going to happen to the gantries? Have they... Have they Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 sorry. Uh, they, they will continue to use them. They will repurpose them for average speed over distance monitoring, for policing and so forth, you know, number plate recognition. So we have to, as society, you know, applaud the fact that government is not going to just scrap it. They're going to put it to other use. And on top of that, you know, the e-tags, where a lot of people have fitted them for the long-distance tolls, you know, the fast lane tolling, where there are booms and plazas and that, um, many more people will now fit the tags. They didn't fit them, especially fleet companies who decided to, to, to comply or do not comply with the scheme and to, and to join this uh, uh, boycott. Um, they will now be able to fit those tags, and, and there would be value in that because those tags will now enable them to use the long-distance routes and no longer have to be picking up toll routes uh, uh, costs. They didn't fit those tags because of the toll, uh, local, the, the counting tolls. But so the tag system will continue to operate. Um, 
and, and they will repurpose the current gantries in the Gauteng area. Obviously, they're not going to be able to build people for the use of the roads. No. All right. Well, at least we know that's going to some good use, so it's not money wasted in that regard. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Pleasure. All the best and have a great year. You too. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was Colin, uh, sorry, Wayne Duvenhager talking to us about the e-tolls and the delay in the scrapping of Gauteng's e-tolls, once again by government. Not sure what exactly the situation is, and they were supposed to have done that by um, 31st of December after announcing it in October. But as you've heard, nothing's come of it, and the e-tolls are still in place and not yet gazetted, which means that people who have been paying may still pay. Um, but that's actually up to you as to whether you'd like to pay or not. But that's where the story sits at the moment.